Let's make it rain. Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Blackman back yet again with another G.O.D., the gem of the day, your favorite podcast. Bonus episode today, last Sunday of every month. I throw in a little something extra. Today, I want to talk about walking in the spirit. But before we do so, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you thanking you for everything you do, going before us and setting our crooked path straight. And we thank you in all these things in Jesus name. Amen. With that being said, walking in the spirit. I'm going to be coming out of Galatians chapter 5 today, starting on verse 13, all the way to the end of the chapter. And it reads, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. Like God says that, do not use liberty as opportunity for the flesh. You've probably heard it before. You've probably said it before. (laughs) I know God will forgive me. You ever had that conversation with others? Well, he forgives your sins. He's going to forgive us anyway, right? Might as well go ahead. No, that's not how that works. That's exactly what he's saying right here. <laughs> Can't just do whatever we want because we know God forgives. That's the point is we should want to follow him because he has forgiven us, right? So it says, do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. So it's basically saying, let's help build. Let's help uplift one another. It says also, for the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And that's packing a punch, <laughs> to say the least. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, to do this to the best of your ability, you have to love yourself, obviously, right? But I like how it says, love your neighbor as yourself. How well do you take care of yourself? supposed to love your neighbor and take care of them the same wow that's saying something so keep that in mind it goes on to say as well but if you bite and devour one another beware lest you be consumed by one another so you reap what you sow watch what you say how you treat people because it'll come back on you so that old saying karma comes back around it's biblical (laughs) it's letting you know that's what happens you reap what you sow The things you do, the things you say will come back on you. That's what that scripture is saying. Verse 16 reads, I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. So it's a constant battle going on between the spirit and the flesh. You have to learn to submit to the spirit and overrule the flesh. That's what that's saying. Because the flesh, the body, you, apart from God, want to do things your way. The scripture says there's a way that appears right to a man, but in the end it's the way of death. He came to save us from said death. So we should follow the spirit. And these two are at war. <laughs> They're contrary. They're opposite. They're tug of war. They're, one's pulling you one way, the other one's pulling you this way. Which way are you going to go? Right? That's what that's saying. So that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, adultery, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not 
inherit the kingdom of God. Those who practice such things, those who continually do these things, right? Practice makes perfect. <laughs> That's what the old saying is. So if you're practicing th these things, continuing to do these things, it says you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Because it's a laundry list of evident things that are of the flesh. I'm going to read it one more time. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries. And again, it says, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the past, <laughs> that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then it gives us the fruit of the Spirit. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Okay, I kind of want to break some of these down as I read them. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Like how it says in 1 John, God is love, right? So the fruit of the Spirit is God. <laughs> giving you that right off the bat. God is love. If you think about the definition of love, it's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. It gives us his definition. It starts on verse 4. And it reads, love suffers long and is kind. Now, keep in mind, God is love, right? And also in the Gospel, John chapter 1, in the beginning, the Word was with God and the Word was God. And that Word they're speaking of is Jesus. So Jesus is the Word. It says the Word was with God and was God. So Jesus is God. So Jesus is the Word and Jesus is God. And once again, First John tells us that God is love. So, with that being said, they're all the same. Jesus is love, too, if he is God. <laughs> so, if you think about that with the definition of love found in 1 Corinthians 13, it will blow your mind when you think about the sacrifice that he made for us when he was crucified. The definition of love. Love suffers long. Think about what he had to endure for us that day. Suffers long. You think he suffered? Read about it. Read about the crucifixion. Read about the death. Read about that. Love suffers long. It says, and is kind. Love does not envy, does not parade itself, is not puffed up. These are all attributes of, of Jesus himself as he walked, talked, preached, teached. The things he displayed in scripture does not behave rudely does not seek its own is not provoked thinks no evil does not rejoice in iniquity but rejoices in the truth what does he say on the way the truth and the life <laughs> it says bears all things believes all things hopes all things endures all things and i like the next the next part as well love never never fails Never fails. Love never fails. Why? Because God is love. Never fails. I like that. Keep that in mind. Going back to the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5 once again. First thing they say is love. Interesting. Then it goes on to say joy. I like that because scripture tells us that the strength of the Lord is our joy. Joy comes in the morning. Everything comes from God, right? So that's where our joy comes from. It says peace. 
I believe it's Isaiah 45, 7. I create peace and calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. Peace comes from God. Long-suffering. Remember, once again, 1 Corinthians 13 says, Love is what? Patient. In the old King James, it says, suffers long. Suffers long. Huh, long-suffering. And then it goes on to say, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, all attributes of Christ, right? Self-control. Against such there is no law, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. Able to beat the flesh into submission, which means able to overcome the things that you would want to do and follow the word of the Lord. Follow Christ, follow the Spirit, be led by the Spirit. That's what it means to be led by the Spirit, to walk in the Spirit. It's to follow the Word, which is Jesus, which is God, which is love. See all those connect? In the beginning was the Word. Word was with God, the Word was God. It's talking about Jesus. God is what? Love. Jesus himself says, the words that I speak to you, they are Spirit. So you're being led by the Spirit, which is the Word which is Jesus, which is God, which is love. That's walking in the Spirit. Once again, it says, Having crucified the flesh with his passions and desires, if we live in Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So how can I walk in the Spirit if I don't know the Word of God? If I don't know the Word of God, do I know Jesus? If I know Jesus, do I know God? <laughs> if I don't know God, do I know love? Do I really know it? Or do I know it by the love standards, by the world standards, I mean, by the things that we see in movies, things that we read about outside of biblical knowledge? I want to know his definition of what it's saying, right? So it's impossible to walk in the Spirit without having the knowledge of the Word of God to fully know. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That's how a lot of people fall off. That's why they struggle with a lot of things that they encounter, a lot of things they endure. I like how the scripture says that everyone, everyone suffers. I don't like that in particular, but I like that it lets you know that everybody's going through something. <laughs> but it also says, count it all joy when you face various trials and tribulations. Why? Because you know that God can get you through. When you have that with you, when you're walking in the Spirit, which is the Word of God, which tells us what to do in times like that. It tells us what we need to do, how we should pray. That's the best thing about having the knowledge of God, the Word of God within you. Once again, it says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Satan comes to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. So if you don't have knowledge on the Word of the Lord, you're open game to be destroyed. Keep in mind, Jesus showed us in the garden when he was tested and tempted. Satan came at him, and what did Jesus say? The word of God, it is written. He knew how to respond. What happened? The devil has to flee. But it also says that he left and waited for an opportune time. He was waiting for another opportunity to creep back in. So we have to stay guarded. We have to continue to feed our spirit the word of the Lord. Stay strong. Put on the whole armor. Once again, verse 25 in Galatians chapter 5 says, If we live... In the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. 
So walking in the Spirit is walking in the Word of the Lord. Word of the Lord, once again, is Jesus. Jesus is God. And God is love. So if we're walking in the Spirit, we're walking in love. G-O-D, God bless.